back, everyone. I'm Lance. And I'm Grace. And we are... Ex-Mormons Redeemed. We are Ex-Mormons Redeemed. Now, this is kind of a sad story because <laughs> we were going to do this every week, and this is our second podcast, and we're already late. That's okay. <laughs> but... As, as the Spirit leads. Well, also... We have a we have an excuse this week. Uh, we had something come up, or or I did, I guess. I was called to travel out of state. I had to go to Greeley, Colorado, this week to testify in a very well, a very bizarre murder trial. Grit and Grace is our story. It is the story of rescue from Mormon chains and redemption in Christ Jesus. Check the link in the show notes below. Thirty-five years ago, a 12-year-old girl disappeared from her home, and she's not been heard from since. Two years ago, in 2019, her body was discovered by a construction crew who were digging for a pipeline of some sort. And when they recovered the remains of this young girl, confirmed that it was her. They also confirmed the cause of death, which tragically was a bullet hole in her head. Uh, this was a very, a very hard thing to, for me to go and do because I know the accused. And at the time of this recording, the jury has not yet rendered their verdict. There's, there's no sentence that's been imposed. It's the last days of the trial are, are happening right now as we record. I had a, a profound experience, though, while I was there. I had been called to the witnesses' booth and gave my testimony, and then I went back into the gallery of the courtroom and and sat there and, and looked across the aisle at this mother and this father who had for 35 years had no indication of where their daughter was, how she was, what had happened to her, whether she was alive or dead, whether she was, well, you can only imagine, and, and we having four daughters of our own, can you imagine anything more horrific than that, Grace? Absolutely not. It's just such a hard thing, and try as I might, I couldn't put myself in her shoes, or excuse me, their shoes. And yet, I just kept thinking that above all else, I want this family, these parents, the, the sister of the girl who had been killed, I, I want them to have peace. I want them to have this incredible, overriding, warming peace of God that they can live their lives not in the shock of all of this, but in a certainty that God is just that good. Of course, I came home and shared this experience with you, Grace, and you shared it with someone else today, didn't you? I did. Um, I was talking with an LDS woman, um, talking to her about that situation with mom and dad not knowing what had become of their daughter and obviously there's there's pain and there's grief but 
this woman said to me, she goes, how can you ever find peace with that? And it, it kind of shocked me. It, it took me aback because... We have God. We do have God. There is peace to be found. And I told her, I said, but we can have peace. And she looked at me kind of um, questioning or something, you know, like, like what? And then all of a sudden it dawned on her. She goes, oh, I think I know where you're going with that. And I thought, well, yeah, God. But at the same time, I could see in her eyes that she didn't really fully comprehend what I was saying. And I and I felt bad for her because, yes, I have not gone through that where I have had to lose a child and the pain and the grief that they go through. And I know it's got to be deep, but we have gone through other pains and grief in our life. Loss. Loss, big, absolutely. Big loss. Big yeah. loss with family and stuff. and But there is still peace because I know who has taken that pain from me. And I was listening in as you as you were talking with this woman and she several times she said well yeah i understand that i i i get that i know what you're saying but there was always a a but which was a qualifier that said oh there's peace but it's not very good there's peace but you'd never get fully over there's peace but 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 and it was too much of trusting in god and yet Rejecting his promises. Yes, but knowing that she is LDS, she probably felt like, how can you have that peace unless you go through some things and do works to get there? Yeah. What are you going to do to impress God in order that God might bless you with the peace to be able to deal with this type of a tragedy? right, Right, to have that peace. And, you know, I, I do have to say that this couple, the, the parents of this girl who had been killed, just God bless them. They are believers in Christ. And, and in interviews that I've heard, they're trusting in God. And, and I just pray that they have the fullness of the peace that only he can bring. Well, yes. And that, that makes me think of uh, in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, where it says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that is so true. That burden does become light when you trust fully in Jesus. Give it to him. He will take it. He already has if we will let him carry it for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so important. That, that actually makes me think of another scripture as well. It's in Romans chapter 8, and I'll start reading in verse, verse 35. I'm reading from the King James. It says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? And I guess we could add, or the loss of a child. As it is written, for 
thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And, and I think, wow, wow, in all things the parents of this girl can be more than conquerors in all things. And that is such a blessing. Continuing in 38, it says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing, nothing can separate these these parents from the love of God. Nothing can separate this girl's sister from the love of God, and even this girl, nothing can separate her from the love of God. And if she died a believer, and, and by all accounts, she did, if she died a believer in Jesus, she is more immersed in the love of God now than we can even comprehend. And praise the Lord for that. Oh, absolutely. Another scripture is found in Romans, Romans 15, verse 13. And it states, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what gives us hope. It's God. If we trust and believe in him. Yeah. It's almost so overwhelming that it's hard to comprehend and that's where faith comes in we have to believe and trust and and have that faith that he will do what he said he will do right right and i think back to our days of mormonism 40 years together we walked in that wilderness did we have that hope did we have that assurance did we did we live in a state where absolutely nothing could separate us from the love of god no. We didn't because not only did we not understand the love of God, but we couldn't understand the love of God because we didn't know who God was. We we worshiped a God that was fabricated and manufactured from the mind of Joseph Smith and then modified again and again and again by the prophets who followed after him until they have so many definitions of God that they have no clue which one to believe. And how can you have peace with God when your God is just a bunch of random pieces that contradict? It just doesn't make sense. No. There, well, there was always that question in your mind because of that. Can he really do what he says? Yeah, yeah. he can. Well, right, but because we were worshiping a false God, as Mormons, he never really did what the Bible says he can do because we weren't worshiping him, we were worshiping something else something that is foreign yes yeah it was i you know what a whacked out world we lived in did did you have anything else to share i I have one more scripture but i think maybe ending with it oh you know (laughs) my my gracie she always saves her thoughts for the end because uh first is good seconds is the same my Gracie's the best of all the gamers, <laughs> something like that. Okay, well, we'll do that. I, I have I have one that's in Philippians, and 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 I thought it was the perfect ending, but apparently I'm mistaken. 
<laughs> Maybe not. Ah, okay, this, this is Philippians 4, starts in verse 4. And now I'm reading from the ESV, and it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And that's how Christians live. Rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. Stop worrying about this stuff. God's got this. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. For God, or made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When you told me about this woman who said, yeah, but how can you find peace? I understand that there's peace, but... I, I, well, you can tell she didn't truly understand how you can right. have peace. Right. She doesn't ha- understand this and, and can't comprehend this. Just as I couldn't as a Mormon, I bet you couldn't either. Oh. Because, because we're talking about peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. It surpasses everything we can understand, everything we can comprehend. It is, if magic is real, this is the magic, that there's something beyond our wildest imaginations that lifts us up and holds us up and bears us up. I sometimes wonder if that's why mankind struggles so much with God, because we are finite, our minds are finite, and it is so difficult to comprehend that he could do that. So we just turn to our finite minds and say, nah. (laughs) You know, well, really, you know, because he is so all-encompassing and so full of a love that we cannot comprehend the love that he has for us. The love we have for our children does not even compare, I don't believe, to what God has for us. Well, well sure. E- everything about God surpasses all understanding, as the Scripture said. And where there is no knowledge of God, there is no, there, there is no belief that far beyond our best understanding, there is so much more, and God is so much bigger than all these things. Yes. Yeah. Very broad shoulders. He can carry it all. He carries it all. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing, our Jesus. Yep. Close us out, baby. Okay. Well, this is the one I chose, 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 16. And this is the benediction that uh, Paul gave to the Thessalonians Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. That is a good ending. Yes. And from us to you, may the Lord of peace be with you all. Be with you all. Hey, we'll see you next time. We're Lance and Gracie, and we love Jesus. Yes, we do. Bye-bye.